Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Pizza training, sir! Welcome to episode 49 of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I am Drew Helmholtz with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. And, well, Sam's not here today because we're going to replay an episode for you. It seems that there is some boostable training needed yet again. And back on May 2nd, in episode 36, we talked about boostable training. And then we did a whole virtual training event around boostable training. And since there's another boostable training event coming up, Sam and I decided it was time to go and do this one again. So here for your listening enjoyment is episode 36, a redo of boostable training. At the end, we talk about the virtual training event. Instead, what you can do is go to trainwithbty.com train with bty.com click on shop and you can choose to download the entire virtual training event today for just five bucks so five bucks you get access to the two hours where sam and i go through everything in detail that we talk about on this podcast train with bty.com then click on shop so here is our may 2nd episode boostable training In this episode, we're going to give you a fabulous sneak peek into our upcoming virtual training event on May 18th. That event is titled Boostable Training. And if you know, you know why. So let's cue in Tom Petty and talk about some boostable training. So Drew, I like where you're heading with this. Talk about timely training that's going to help our Domino's Pizza restaurants so much. Our first boost week in over two years. And I'm guessing we've got some listeners that may have not even ever been through a boost week. Based on my clients, Sam, I could tell you that probably 10% of our teams have been through a boost week. So finding ways to help probably going to be something that they're looking for. Terrific. So, you know, two years ago when we were doing boost weeks all the time, you know, the standard operating way of thinking was to just go back and look at the last similar boost week, the last time you did a 50% off or the last time you did uh, buy one, get one online or whatever the typical boost week was. And we could go back into our pulse system and we could see how our menu mix changed and we could see how it changed our, not changed our sales a whole lot, but certainly changed our order count a ton if it was a 50% off week. But because of the way Pulse purges and makes sure that it stays as quick as it can, it's purging data every 18 months. Is that right? Yeah. Pulse in the store is a little less. I think it's like 13 or 14 because you can check last year, but not much beyond that. But power is 18 months. Yeah. Gotcha. So since we are beyond that 18-month window, we thought, listeners, just for you, because we love you so, so much... We thought it would be a great idea to give you some tips and tactics to help you get into this boost week and make sure that you give just the best Domino's pizza experiences that are humanly possible. So let's go through how we're going to do this on this podcast. We've got like 25, 30 minutes to talk to you about a couple topics. And that's really all we're going to do is highlight a couple things 
to help you think through what you need to do to make it the best possible week, not just for your customers, but for you and your team. Our virtual training event on May 18th, will have two whole hours and it's interactive. We'll give you all of the content, all of the screenshots. And if you join us for that, you can actually ask questions and get some feedback from either us or your peers and make it a truly great learning experience. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. I think this virtual training event is going to be timely. It's going to be necessary. You know, I like what you just said that it's going to be interactive. You know, as we do more and more workshops with team members and the more I get an opportunity to read all the books that we've read and and talk to great franchisees, there seems to be a common theme of the most successful people you read about or talk to are lifelong learners. So when we do this virtual training event, even though you and I are going to be hosting it, it is absolutely going to be interactive. And we're going to make sure that the people that have got ideas that maybe we've forgotten about or or that we just don't know because we're not spending as much time in stores as we used to, we're going to make sure that that you and I, Drew, facilitate the learning as great facilitators do. So let's get into the first topic, which I think is actually the easiest topic. Let's talk about food, Sam. Let's do that. And I like food. So do I. Although complete total sidebar right now, I'm actually down 10 pounds. Sometime around this this weekend of us recording this, I'm going to crack and get under 230 pounds for the first time in like seven years. Well, listeners, you can't see it, but I was going to mention to Drew, your face is looking a, a little slimmer. You're looking good, man. Trying. I'm trying. That's it's, awesome. It's amazing. And, and I could do an ad for Noom later, but Noom's amazing. And from the trainer in me, Noom is even crazier. But we'll, we'll do an entire, well, probably take it on Noom later. Uh, let's talk about food and their stores right now. Cool. Let's jump in. All right. So, so when it comes to ordering food for these events, there's a couple things that go on here. For those of you that have never been through it, congratulations. Whatever your normal order mix is for medium versus larges, switch it. I can't give you percents because this is out in the ether and we don't want to give away too many secrets, but switch it. If you order, I'm picking a number, 50 trays of medium dough and 20 trays of large dough, you should probably order 20 trays of medium and 50 trays of large for the boost week. Yeah, just so I'm crystal clear on what you're saying there, Drew, you're saying that folks are going to be making a lot more large pizzas than typical because customers are going to be getting that discount on online and they're going to want to maximize that discount by ordering larger pizzas. Correct. Now, I don't want to get into too much of the way your, your food ordering system works, but here's the catch. After the boost week, it's going to look at the boost week and say, you need to order all of that food again. You're going to have to go in and remove the boost week from your future orders for six weeks. Otherwise, you're going to order like the boost week, which will flip your dough order, add all the extra product that expires in a week, and it's going to blow your food. So rule one, switch your medium and large dough order for the week. And then rule two, remove that week from EFO. So if I'm picking up what you're laying down when it comes to ordering food, which is so important if you want to make sure you have food in the store. And I think we've talked before about the difference between fighting fires and preventing fires. Spending a little extra time, well, heck, spending a lot of extra time preparing your food order is going to save you all kinds of time during the boost week when you don't have to be calling to all your neighboring stores 
and looking for food or wondering, am I going to be able to stay open tonight because I'm running out of food? So listeners, we want to make sure that you're taking that extra time before the boost week and talking to folks that have been through it before, talking to your supervisors, talking to your franchisees and making sure that you've got an idea what the food order is. And again, what great leaders do is they don't go and they ask these questions. They go and they say, this is what I'm thinking. Am I on the right track? So try to solve your own problems first, but absolutely reach out to your leaders and make sure that you're on the right track. And when it comes to our virtual training event, we'll get into some specific numbers. Like I said, this is out in the ether for everybody and we can't share numbers like that for everybody. But on our virtual training event, we will absolutely share very specific numbers for you on how to increase your food order for that week, how to even do something like do your uh, your dry goods the week before or at the start of the week, depending on the space in your store, to make it easier on you counting and make it easier on your supply chain to deliver the food. Yeah, and I think that's important. I think there's no problem putting that out into the world that getting those dry goods ordered the week before is going to significantly help the supply chain center. And we're all in this together, supply chain center and the stores. And anything you can do to help the supply chain center is going to make you a better partner with them. And it's going to allow them to be able to make deliveries on time. Because if everybody is ordering an exorbitant amount of food and dry goods, we're going to have some pretty uh, fat looking trucks going down the roads during that week. They're going to all look like pot belly pigs because they're going to be busting at the seams. So, Sam, when I was running the OER team years ago, part of my job was to audit the supply chain centers as well. I mean, I knew some stuff about the trucks, right? I, I knew that the trucks went out as full as possible. I know that the trucks have a weight limit depending on the states and that they want to make the route as efficient as possible. So some trucks go out heavier than others just because of the way the route is. I tell you all this because to your point, Sam, if everybody on that first order of the week doubles their order, then that means they're doubling the space of food on the trucks, which means you need more trucks, which they don't have, which is how you suddenly get told you're not getting your truck for a day because it gets everything gets pushed back. So absolutely spread out your order. Do the dry goods the week ahead of time. It's not like they're going to expire. Do the stuff that's good for 30, 60, 90 days. You know what that is. Do it the week before. It's not going to affect anything other than help your supply chain get you the stuff you need for the week, the big week. Yeah. And let's practice the golden rule team. You know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. If a customer called you at 11 o'clock and wanted a hundred large pizzas at 1145, obviously you would do everything you could to get it there. But gosh darn it, wouldn't it have been nice to have a four or five day notice on that large order? Well, we've got notice on what we know are going to be large orders and let's help each other out. Let's help the supply chain center out. Let's help them help you so that you can make sure you've got in your restaurants what you need to deliver great Domino's Pizza experiences to your teams. And if you've had bad experiences with the supply chain centers or you're kind of thinking, well, you know, they know we're going to need it. They should figure it out. Yeah, I guess so. But we know it too. Let's work together as a team. One team, one brand. You know, uh, teamwork makes a dream work. You know all the cliches. Let's, let's get out in front of this as a brand. And let's make sure that we're doing everything we can to make sure that when the customers start calling, and they will, that we're ready to rock and roll. 
Actually, they won't, Sam. Well, because it's, it's online. online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was my one moment of joy there. All right. So so let's that's enough about food. Let's I want to spend the rest of the 15-ish minutes of this podcast talking about the really important piece of this, the people piece. How about you, Sam? Yeah, I think that's great. You know, with the last two years of COVID and short staffing and people trying to do more with less. Now we're going to ask you to do more, more with the same less. So I think you've got to get out in front of that. I was with a client this week and they announced it to their manager crew that this was happening and actually heard half of them go, Oh, right. Because how, if you're under, if you, if you perceive yourself to be understaffed today, how are you going to survive that week? So I want to actually start with, with mindset. Are you good with mindset? I know. I know uh, for the listeners, we may have actually done a small bit of a script for this episode and mindset's not on that script. But as we're talking right now, I realize that mindset totally needs to be on that script. So are you okay with us talking about mindset for just a minute? Not only am I okay with it, but think about the book we're reading right now. It's all about high-fiving yourself in the morning and getting in the right mindset. Think about the book we did way back in episode one, our good friend, John Gordon and the energy bus. And it's all about making sure that you're driving your own bus and you're going where you want to. And I can remember Kevin Shaw talking about the importance of mindset when you're doing change management. If you want to get down in the dumps and you want to say the boost week is going to be horrible, then, you know, go ahead and go wallow in your, in your, in your life miserable. Yes. In your fellowship (laughs) of the miserable. If you want to create a self-fulfilling prophecy, I promise you, you can achieve that. But, you know, I, I, I know the client you were with last week, and I know that the fellowship of the miserable is not allowed at Five Star Pizza Team. And I know that that between Eric and Abby and Fred... They're going to do everything they can because, you know, before you were there, I, w- I went in there and I told them all about John Gordon's a coffee bean and they've got it all over. And I'm telling you what, when the boost week comes, I can guarantee you that the five star pizza company is going to be percolating at a high, high rate. And coffee. Did you beans. really just do percolating with coffee beans? Was that your pun for the episode? Because if it was, that's your total limit on puns for the episode. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. I mean, you use percolating with coffee. I mean, are you telling okay. me that I've got to be decaffeinated for the rest of the episode? Uh, all right. I'll have to slip Lucas a 50 to see if you'll edit that out. All right. Continue on. Yeah, he won't because I slip him more than that. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I love it. Let's get into it. Jump in and, and you um, take over the wheel of the bus here, brother. You know what? I like where you're going with it. How you approach this boost week is how it's going to turn out. Yes, you're going to be busy. Yes, there's going to be moments of stress. But if you go into it dreading it, your crew is going to dread it. And it's going to be so much harder. But oh my gosh, go into it with some fun. How cool would it be to do something for your team each day? Do some kind of theme each day. Have something more than just being there and being busy, right? I mean, you could just go nuts with this, right? That, that, you know, day one is whatever chocolate bar day and day two is wearing crazy headbands. You know, you want to talk about like the light up headbands that like on Valentine's Day have hearts on the top. You can wear them over the hat, little springy antennas. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, I love where you're going with this and just go nuts and have some fun. You know, I was just listening to one of our older episodes where we both 
said, great new ideas aren't our strong point. We'd like taking ideas and, and, and making them a little bit better. I think we were talking about the whole mirror and, yep. and the high five mirror thing. So yeah. I love where you're going with this. Let, let me throw this little bit of seasoning on top of it. We just talked about ordering food early. Yeah. When it comes to people, we should be scheduling early. We should be talking to our people now about this event that's coming up sometime in the future dates we will not mention on this podcast. But you should start talking to your team members now. And let's say I've got a team member that never work Wednesdays. I might go to that team member and say, what do you think we should do special for the team on Wednesdays? Because if we use his idea for what's going to happen on Wednesday, maybe he'll come around and say, you know what? I might want to work that Wednesday. And maybe we can start to get those extra one or two shifts from people if they were the one that came up with Wednesday is funny hat day. Of course, that's against image standards. But you know where Drew and I are going with this. So first of all, start scheduling early. But I love this thing you're doing with something special every single day so that people want to stay around. We only have a couple minutes on the podcast. We have two hours on the virtual training event. So I want to keep this moving and let's get into exactly what you're talking about there about building that schedule out, Sam. I, I love that idea, by the way, of going to every team member and not just saying, hey, I know you don't normally work on Wednesday, but what should we do on Wednesday for the team? One, that's a great way to try and get somebody to say, you know, maybe this once I can work on Wednesday. What else should we do around building a schedule for that week, Sam? Well, I think the important thing is to let folks know that we're going to be busier. And what we could do is we could go with it, into it with our head in the sand and make the same old schedule. And then on Monday, when we're still busy after when we normally would have been, we could start begging people to stay. Or we could say we're quite, quite a ways away from it right now. We could start prepping them now and say, listen, if I get four more hours out of you on that particular week, that would be a huge help, which four hours would be best for you. And we could start bolstering the schedule. And we talked in previous episodes, Drew, about doing that two-week schedule. I think that was what you talked about. You know, for this one, I'd like to do this one at least two weeks out, but I would be a big fan of doing it three weeks out and letting everybody know, man, we need all hands on deck and anything extra you could do from your normal schedule, we would really appreciate it. What I want to make sure our listeners don't think I'm saying is that we're going into this week and I know you don't work Wednesdays, but you have to work this Wednesday. We should be selling the features and benefits of a couple of extra hours for the team members on that week and letting them make the decision about how much they want to help us out. If you force them, maybe they will work that week, but you might be one team member short the next week because they said, nope, don't want to do it anymore. Or they might just quit now and then you're one down for them. Sam, the only thing required in life is death. Everything else is optional. Taxes. And, well, okay. Even taxes are technically optional. There's just a lot of punishment. Yeah. I mean, um, three squares a day and a roof over your head is the punishment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. I, I never want to tell people you have to do something. I want to make sure that they understand at the interview that they've got to work on Halloween and New Year's Eve and that we're open 364 days a year, whatever that is for you and your, your restaurant. In this case, I, I completely agree. Like, this is the week. Like, can you give me anything extra this week? To your point of the three-week-out schedule, I might actually do something crazy too, right? Because right now, we've got just enough time that we could potentially hire somebody to help or train a current team member into something new between now and that window. 
I might build what the perfect schedule is and, and go to the team and say, Hey, listen, for us to really crush that week and it to be easier than it would be today on everyone, we might need X more people. Can any of you pick up that shift or do you have a friend that wants to start like this week that we can start training them to pick up that slack? It again, involves the team and opens up that conversation. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think the other thing that would be helpful is take a look at anybody that's left in the last six months that you were sorry when they left. Maybe they got another job. Maybe they went back to school. I would reach out to all those people and say, hey, can you do anything at all for me? You know, maybe if you've got college kids that went back to school, maybe they could come home for that weekend and they could give you a Friday or they could give you a Saturday. And, you know, you could make it worth their while with a free pizza to take home to mom and dad or something like that. But if you want to, if you want to be successful this week, and my goodness gracious, I hope you do. If you want to be successful, you're going to have to think outside of the normal box and you should be reaching in to your bag of tricks and you should be looking at every single possible resource you have so that you can get that restaurant as staffed as humanly possible. So that when the boost week hits, let's be perfectly clear what boost weeks are for. Boost weeks are for you to get new customers. Boost weeks are for you to attract people that haven't been there before. So service is of the utmost importance. Boost weeks are are not typically your most profitable weeks of the year, even if they're your busiest weeks of the year because of the deep discounting. They're there to attract trial and get new customers. So the better you can service them, the better pizzas you're making, the better you handle the four walls of your restaurant, the more successful that boost week is going to be in the long run. And I can't stress this enough. Successful boost weeks are not simply that you survived that week. You're building a strong foundation for the sales that you want the rest of the year. Along those lines, we talked about building like a perfect schedule. We talked about building a schedule three, four weeks out so you can absolutely understand what you're looking for and what you need. I'm going to strongly suggest you assign roles. You have someone not in management that can handle customers every shift, make pizzas every shift. Can you, as a leader, delegate as much as possible and you move people around? It's such a useful time to assign roles and and either have a couple weeks to train up somebody or to pat them on the back and say let's go next level let's make you the fastest in the store not just kind of the middle yeah i love that and i think one of the things we'll talk about when we're talking about this assigning roles that we'll hit in the virtual training is i'm really big on this new delegation matrix that uh, i saw somewhere and i'm using it all the time in leadership classes but we're not going to talk about that on the podcast that that would be uh that would be our new trick that we're calling a teaser it's something new in the biz i uh, I, I don't know i'm not sure why radio hasn't done it for decades but um, i'm amazed that old dogs learn new tricks yeah right especially when dogs are as old as i am so you said it, not me. So thanks I, for that. I did. You know what? I'm just going to own it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm old. As we uh, are in final approach for landing this plane, we talked a little bit about ordering food. Obviously, we give you some more detail on that virtual training event that's coming up on May 18th. We talked about hiring new people. We talked about scheduling. We're going to get into the nuts and bolts of all of that stuff that will help you have the most successful boost week ever. If it's your first boost week, you're absolutely going to want to hear that virtual training event because it's going to be 
It's going to be great stuff. And if you know friends and peers that don't get on the virtual training event, we are going to do a deep discount on the recording of that event so that everybody in the system can make sure that they're ready to handle this Domino's Pizza Boost Week because we want to make sure you're giving your customers the best that they possibly can. Drew, what else you got, man? Sam, I think that's enough for this episode. When we go to publish this episode, you should see a link to the virtual training event in the description of the episode. Just click the link, whether you're on Spotify, Apple, or our websites, and it should take you to the virtual training event so you can register. If you want to sign up a group, email Sam or I, and we can sign you and your group up. We love doing that. We've done season passes for folks. We'll make this happen for you. But I think it's time to land the plane. I got it right that time. Oh my God. That's amazing. That was awesome. Way to go, man. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love it. If you'd share these episodes with your friends, like them, follow us and subscribe. This has been Episode 36, wow, of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I'm Drew with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. And I'm Sam with Fowser Consulting. As always, go out and sell more pizzas. And have more fun. That's all, folks. 